Soul Podcast. I'm Jen. And I am Jen. And we're sitting in Jen's new little library that's attached or inside her master bedroom. It looks so pretty, Jen. You did such a great job. Yay! So, what are we doing today, Jen? Well, we are going to be doing, in the future, Mm -hmm. some shadow work episodes. Yes. We're going to be going through a book, um, a journal that walks you through how to do shadow work, but we thought that we would do an intro episode to kind of get us started so we, w- so we would know what um, to focus on, right, for yes. the shadow work. Yes. Um, everybody has traumas. Correct. Um, that need to be worked on, and this... Uh, reading that we're going to do because we're going to do a reading on each of us mm-hmm. um, we're going to focus on what trauma we need to focus on for the shadow work and these traumas are from childhood right right. so it's like our id it's uh-huh. like it's our child like it, it's it's what it is what that took place in the past that has now created Um, the questions that run through our head or the thoughts that run through our head or the triggers Mm -hmm. that lie within us that we see in other people that trigger us, trigger an emotion, trigger a memory Mm -hmm. um, of what the pain we have still with us. And this helps, what we'll be doing will help, not only helping ourselves, but hopefully helping you guys walk through a psychological breakthrough for yourself let, let, <laughs> let, let's let's uh clear yes. our minds right. and um get the energy going in here on uh what it is we need to be focusing on so first we're gonna shuffle um we really love these decks um we get the season of the witches oracle decks because they're really beautiful and well thought out and well put together and we're going to use the Mabon Oracle today to draw a Oracle card each to see, as Jen said, what direction we're going in. Um, so we're going to clear our minds and shake off everything. <laughs> and I'm going to shuffle these cards, get my mind cleared, and think about, okay, so what shall Jen and I focus on? What is it? Well, just focus on you right now. Oh, me? Because we have to do everything separate. Oh, so we're going to do two different shuffles of these. Yeah. So I'm going to do mine first, and then you're going to do my reading, and then you're going to do yours. Yeah. And then, okay, I got it. I got you. Okay, so what's the mash? And I'm going to draw the top card off, and what do we have? Ghost Whisper. Oh my God. Well, we know that I do talk to ghosts. <laughs> I'm going to see what this looks or what this says. Be still in the whispers that ebb and flow through the silence. So, because this is shadow work and because this is trauma, mm-hmm. you have to tell me what unconsciously this is bringing up for you in the past. Actually, it triggers several things. What are they? Because the only people I had as friends when I was really young were the ghost. Because I was made, you know, I was laughed at, picked on. Mm-hmm. Because I could see them, I could talk to them. Mm-hmm. They were everywhere. I didn't have many friends when I was little. I was a loner. I was very much a loner. I really didn't get, like, my first real friend until I was in um, fifth grade when we moved out in the country and my friends were older people and it was the kids out there that became my friends. I 
I was always um, a babysitter. Never had people to really hang out with when I lived there. So at 10 years of age, I started babysitting because I didn't have friends. When you are tormented by other kids um, and they pick on you because you, your family didn't have enough money or you wore hand-me-downs and they could tell that you wore hand-me-downs because they know the family that gave you those clothes. And when you try to go to sleep at night and everything that they say replays in your head, that's also like, you know, you're hearing their voices when it's silent, when you're supposed mm -hmm. to be going to sleep at night. And it kept me up at night. I mean, I was always up until 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, even as a small child, because so much shit went through my head. I've always been different. It was very hard to be accepted. So how do you think that this trauma is manifesting in your adult life? I would much rather live alone in a house by myself and deal with ghosts than deal with humans. <laughs> but, I, you know, it's, it's hard to deal with certain humans. It's hard to deal with narcissists. It's hard to deal with people that want to be manipulative. Because even go vengeful ghosts can be manipulative. Mm -hmm. Kids were manipulative and hateful. Um, parents and adults at that time and even now are the same way. They're manipulative and hateful. Mm -hmm. And it, it made no difference if I was a child or even now. It's the same cycle. It's like I was stuck in that. And I know I'm meant to break that. Not just for myself, but for the history of my ancestors. I wasn't... Sometimes I like the silence. Sometimes I can't stand the silence. So, I was that child. I'm still this way. I can be... I'm a video game player. I can play a video game, hear what's going on in the video game, and play music at the same time. And I sing the whole time I'm playing. I'm perfectly fine that way. Mm -hmm. I can watch TV, read a book, and listen to music at the same time. It, I pick up all of it. I, sometimes I need the noise mm -hmm. to keep what's up here from bothering me. You know, to, to silence what's here. So I, I don't, I, I, things could trigger me. Anything like, I could be shopping and a mother yelling at her child can trigger me. Mm -hmm. I can be out at a bar or eating at a restaurant and a couple can be fighting and that will trigger me. To either where I want to beat his ass <laughs> <laughs> or I want to put someone in their place because I, I know what I know what it feels like to be mistreated mm -hmm. I know what it feels like to be abused you know I I don't want people to suffer the way I did mm -hmm. so I'll, I would rather be more kind and more understanding and more accepting of someone, no matter what they were going through, and help them then deal with my own problems. Okay, so hold that thought. Uh-huh. Because this is just a starting point. Mm -hmm. Because we're gonna go more in depth mm -hmm. and really get down mm -hmm. into what's going on. Mm -hmm. So this is just a starting point right. to get the discussion going. So we're gonna move over into the actual nine card reading. Yes. We're using a different deck. Let me get a picture of this. Called the Siren Song. Uh-huh. Alright, so we're doing a nine card spread. Nenormand spread. Yep. And uh, so far, there's a few cards I don't mind. <laughs> and then there's one I wish was not there. But it does not mean... Like, yeah, we'll, right. We'll get there. I mean, we're doing we're doing a shadow work reading. So, 
it's it's definitely not something that we're going to worry about what cards come up because we know that there's going to be some stuff in here that's probably not going to be pleasant to talk about. Right. That's the whole point of shadow work is you want to go deep, you want to get really uncomfortable because the more uncomfortable that you get, and I'm sure we'll figure we'll see this more as we go through the journal. The more uncomfortable that you get and the more the more truthful you get with yourself, the more you will learn essentially and heal and heal because you 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 have to be honest with yourself you, right you don't want you don't want to sugarcoat the trauma no. right you want to be honest and admit things to yourself that are difficult to admit right 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 that's the whole point of shadow work so okay and we all have to be vulnerable right and it's tough to be vulnerable it, it, it very much is so but there's a refreshing feeling that comes when you are vulnerable and that vulnerability over time brings you inner strength that it helps cut through fears and worries so okay alrighty where do you want to start Jen do you want to start reading do you want to do past present future or do you want to just read across each one well We'll just go right across. Yeah, we'll just go across okay. and then we'll go down. So for those of you who don't know how Lenormand works, if you're reading across each line, it's just a general uh, reading, basically, of whatever the focus was. And the focus is what we just talked about, uh, that shadow work thing that about um, the ghost whisper. Mm -hmm. So that's the trauma that we're focusing on. So this is just going to tell us more about the trauma, not necessarily in a timeline, like reading it going down. Right. Okay. So we have the fish and we have the house. So we know that your trauma is coming from a place of resources and your family and home. So, mm -hmm. there, so there's, there's something going on there. Mm -hmm. And then you also have the cat. <clears throat> yeah. Which is interesting because... In this deck, they have two different cards. They have a cat and they have a dog. Mm -hmm. And they kind of mean the same thing, but there's slight differences. Okay. So, I'm assuming that... I mean, yes, it could be talking about your actual house cat, but I'm not, we're not going to really go down. They, we're, this right. is shadow work, so we're right, going to stick right. to seriousness here. Right, right. The cat is... So, let me take it back. The dog... In Lenormand... Mm -hmm represents somebody who is a friend loyal or, or loyalty right. right the cat is also someone who is supposed to be representing loyalty and friendship but they're also independent mm -hmm. and a little bit more selfish mm -hmm. so when you read these things across this is indicating that there's trauma around like I said abundance with the family or home life mm-hmm and maybe somebody growing up with you or someone in your household mm -hmm. was somebody who maybe should have been there for you, felt should have had loyalty, but perhaps they weren't always there for you or maybe they were a little selfish or mm -hmm. whatnot. Mm -hmm. So that is what this line represents. Okay. If we read the middle line, we have the tree and we have the mice. So... The tree can also be a family card as well, but if you're just reading it together, this indicates that they both are kind of, the tree and the mice are, both have this energy of like something that is, happens for a long time. It's like this continuous kind of vibe to it. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like you've had the feeling of, of your your maybe I don't know if it's a specific event or just in general maybe your your life you know mm -hmm. of not having enough or something being taken away from you mm -hmm. um, over time mm -hmm. but it's constant like it's never gone away mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then we also have the moon which in Lettermond is different from tarot the moon represents emotions. Mm -hmm. So this showing up means that there is a lot of... This could mean that you are an emotional person. Yes. There's a lot of emotion 
involved in this situation, but also it means that when you have the mice next to the moon, it means that maybe you weren't receiving emotion from others for a really, really long time. Mm -hmm. And maybe you had it at some point, but then like it went away. So you can look at it different ways, right? Like, mm -hmm. okay. And then we have the anchor and the heart. And the the, these two cards are really nice together. The anchor and the heart means that you find stability in relationships with people, like connection. Mm -hmm. And you have the coffin, which means that all of your relationships... Sorry, I'm going to cry. <laughs> all your relationships... you I wasn't meant I was not put on this earth this time around to be with anyone I was meant to be alone that I do know it's taken me many years to understand that but I do know and do you know how frustrating it is every time that I talk to someone there's someone out there for you trust me there is no there is not I did not come back this lifetime to be with someone. I came back to heal myself and my family. But it's coming up in this reading because it's pointing out that there is trauma there surrounding it. Yeah. Right? That needs right. to be right. overcome. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's read past, present, future. Okay. So, in your past, you had the fish mm -hmm. and the tree. Mm -hmm. So, the fish can represent finances, but in the general sense, it represents resources of some sort. Mm -hmm. Having enough. Right. The tree, again, can represent family. Mm -hmm. um, or it can just mean resources either from family... Uh -huh. Like an inheritance mm -hmm. or like property or something like that. Mm -hmm. Or just resources for a long time. Right. And then you have the anchor. So this is indicating that there is some sort of stability in your past at some point involving resources. Whether it's coming from family. My own self. I hate to say it. It's because I work two, three jobs to have the resources to have things. That's okay. how I that was the only way I was able to afford things. And that's gone. <laughs> so um you have the house. Now it's my son, I should say. Yeah. So I have him, but And again, maybe it's showing up because it is in the past and like I said this is a a shadow work reading. Right. So it might be pointing that out that there is some something there that does Right. bother you about that right. not having enough right or... in the past yeah yeah so you have the house uh -huh. and you have the mice so this is indicating problems with the home <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> so this means over time you feel like you have been being drained by your family yes and you have the heart so it's not just a draining necessarily of the resources but it's a draining of the emotion because the heart represents connection with right, people. right. so it, it, this is indicating that you feel like maybe you're not connecting I'm not connected with them no and it's, this is not new this is something that has been over time yeah. slowly over time I'm that star seed that was placed among people that I am definitely the black sheep of the family I do not fit and with them, even though I look like my mom, but I am nothing like my mom. I am highly educated compared to her, and I and and it's because of her upbringing. And it's not her fault. Um, it's the time frame she was born in. It was because of what her father did. The man that raised her um, did for a living. They moved around a lot. But understandable. There was scenarios around her 
life that created what she went through. Now, my mom did work. My mom always worked. I guess I, that's where I get that from. And the same with my brother. But I never felt like I fit in at all. Never, ever in that. And I grew up with a, a younger brother. But all my siblings are half-siblings. I do not have full-blooded siblings at all. None of them. And so my brother, even though the man that my mom married adopted me, I always knew and I can always see he was treated differently than me. Mm-hmm. Even though it, he, the man that raised me never meant for it to be that way but that was his son mm-hmm. you know and men cherish their boys mm-hmm. they'll do everything and anything for their boys I didn't like it because my brother did get to do things that I wanted to do I wanted to play an instrument in band I was always told no we didn't have the money my family never had the money my mom had to work one to two jobs and my dad worked a job we, you know it was very tight mm-hmm. and it was difficult, um, but my brother always seemed to have special privileges. He got to play an instrument. He got to do this. He got to do that. I always got told no. I had to be the protector. I, you know, and good thing I'm an INFJ because that's what the hell I do. I'm a protector. Mm-hmm. But when you do and do and do for people. And at such a very young age, and you're the one that cleans the house, and you're the one that does everybody's laundry, and you're the one that fixes dinner, and you're the one that has to do dishes. And and it's like that for eight freaking years. And sometimes you don't get a damn thank you. And then they wonder why I don't want to do anything <laughs> now. <laughs> You know, I'm. I feel like I'm reliving my childhood all over again. Yeah. And it's because I don't have the money to live on my own, thanks to my ex-husband. So I get so tired of doing and doing and doing for people who don't know how to say thank you. I I get tired of doing shit for people who can't do for me. It's frustrating. This line right here is exactly what you just said. Mm Mm-hmm. This the future line. Mm Mm-hmm. This line is basically saying you... Because the future line, and we talked about this before we recorded. Right. About where we want to go, right? Right. With this, right? Right. This line is talking about... Almost, I don't want to say cutting ties because you don't have a scythe here. Right. But it's more of the emotional kind. Right. Not letting those people affect you or not right. putting your emotions in into the, these people, right? The, these these people that are there, yeah. that are supposed to be there for you, Yeah. but they're always going to put themselves first. Yes. Well, Leos are selfish. <laughs> But but that's what this is saying. Yeah. Right? That has you have to end that. Yes. Not necessarily end necessarily your the it's relationship. It's not to end the relationship, but, the relationship, but I have to stop letting them right. make me feel this way. Right. And I do now know with a lot of things, the older I've gotten and some of the conversations that I've actually been privy to with my dad, I now understand a lot with my dad and the more that I've learned from my mom in the past two years, why they are the way that they are Mm -hmm. and why the way they act the way they do. Right. And they didn't have it easy either growing up. So they have trauma, but in their time frame, Mm -hmm. They didn't have people to say, oh, well, it, you know, you need to mm-hmm. talk to someone about that or you need to, you know, go to a counselor or something. Because people didn't talk about that shit oh, back yeah, then, no. you know. Yeah. That, that, you didn't dare bring anything like that up. You weren't allowed to bring up, like, and I feel really bad for both of them, but 
if I was capable enough to turn around and not do to my son what they did to me, then why couldn't they do that for their own kids? You know, that's just my thought process. You know, I made sure that my son knew I loved him. I put my kid to sleep every night. I tucked my child in. I don't remember the last time my parents tucked me in. You know, I would sit and watch TV with my kid, with him in my lap if that's what he wanted. Because to me, my son was the only person outside of my grandmother who died in front of me while I was pregnant with my son who loved me unconditionally. But I can't say these people in here ever loved me because I don't hear it. I don't want money. I don't want, I'm not a person that needs objects. I need to hear it. It's the opposite for some people. People need people to show them because that's all they hear. But I need to hear it if you're going to show me. And it, I don't hear it. The only one that he tells me that they love me outside of you and Travis is my son. I mean, I thought this was, I mean, a pretty good read. This reading... No, this is spot on. But this, but the whole point, like, and again, I'm talking to them, too, right? I know, I know, I know. The whole point, the whole point... Yeah, I'll stop in a minute. (laughs) But the whole point of of this, right? Right. Is it's bringing up the stuff, right? Right. That we need to apply to the book as we go through it. Right, right. So for those of you at home, if you're following along and you're doing your own reading... You want to make sure you have a journal or something where you can jot down all of the things that have come up in the reading. Right. Everything. Because those are the triggers. Right. Those are the things that as you're going through your everyday life, when someone says something to you, you see something happen. Mm -hmm. Right? It's all stemming from these things. And maybe that's another reason why all my relationships end. It's because... I do, 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 and I get nothing in return. Mm-hmm. And I have high expectations, which I should never do, which mm-hmm. I've learned over the years to no longer have pl- place any expectations on anyone. Mm-hmm. So in the past 12 years, I've not done that. I'm not dated anyone since 2012. Mm-hmm. I really could care less if I ever do. There's only one guy that's ever sparked my interest enough to even want to get to know him. And now he doesn't even talk to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't really need a man in my life. I wanted a man in my life, but I don't need a man in my life. I want someone who, I want someone who can give me the exact same thing I can give them. Loyalty, respect, mm-hmm. love. Real love, not, not, oh, I love you, and, but today I don't love you. I'm talking about unconditional love, that I can be cold, sick, runny nose, crying, and look like a fucking hot ass mess, (laughs) or have my hair done, and if I choose to put makeup on my face or whatnot and dress nicely and you like me like that too. I want you to love everything about me because if I'm going to accept you in your weaknesses as well when you're doing something absolutely fantastic and supporting you that way as well, you better fucking damn sight do the same for me. Because if you don't, don't, don't step to me. Mm-hmm. Don't come to me. I don't want a weakling. Mm-hmm. I want someone who can fucking be a real goddamn human being. 
a real man, not some baby or his dog between his Because you can be 25 years old and be a man. Mm-hmm. You can be 45 years old and be a man or be a kid. Right. I don't have a problem with you being a kid at a time. Mm-hmm. But you know you got adult things to do. You do those adult things. When right. you're ready to have fun and cool off mm-hmm. and hang out with your friends, I don't have a problem with that. But if I'm having a bad fucking day, your ass better be there. Right. If you're having a bad day, you don't have to worry about it. I will be there. Because that's the type of person I am. And you can guarantee that, can't you? Because you know <laughs> I am there. I am there. Travis couldn't even say that. That I am there. Because I am there. That is who I am. I am a Virgo Taurus Taurus. My, what I, I preach and teach exactly what I'm going to do. If I'm not going to do it, I'm not going to say it. If I say I promise you, then I promise you. If I don't promise it, don't count on it. Especially if you piss me off. <laughs> so, right, so. so now Jen's going to shuffle yep. the orc cards. Season of the Witch. Mabon Oracle. And focus on what she needs. Grieving? 19. The chambers of your mourning are surrounded by nothingness, emptiness waiting to be seen. What's interesting is you hit card 18. Yes. And I have card 19. Yes. Are you following me? (laughs) So, what do you feel with this card? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, to me, grieving is a sadness. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I'm grieving over anyone who's passed, so I don't think that that's what that is. The way I look at it is maybe a grieving of the person I was. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Like, I could see there being a sadness, because we're talking about, you know, as, as a child. Right. And your development trauma that's being coming from when you're very young and I I guess I I, I could look at it that way I've always kind of when I went to um, a personality specialist uh, this was back when I was like still learning about personality types Mm mm-hmm and I had taken tests and I had gotten the same answer every time, but I wanted to talk to somebody, like, instead of just taking a test. Just right. to, to get an opinion, not right. that I would agree or not. But um, one thing that stood out to me was it, uh, when, when I was talking to them, you know, they ask a lot of really personal questions and they, they try to really get to understand you because they don't know you at all. Right. And one of the things that I remember from that was how I was always comparing myself as if I was a separate person. Like, my my childhood person was a different person than the person that I am today. And not in a positive way. Not like, you know, like the empowering, like, oh, I've overcome, and now I'm a different... It's not like that. It's mm. more like, I am the person that I am. Like, I'm the personality type that I am because of something things that happened in my past that made me a different person in a in a negative way. And so I can see this card as being like looking back and and being sad for that person almost as if that person has died. The person that I thought I should have been. Ow. That's being harsh on yourself, though. Because as a child, kids can be mean. And when you go to school with certain kids, Lord, did I go to school with a few doozies. In the way that they talk to people or treat people, like I said, you know, either based on the way you look or the clothes you have or something like that. 
they they can find anything to bring you down because they're going through their own but when you're a kid you don't know that mm -hmm. like you know today right. you don't realize ah so they had their own traumas that they were going through they didn't like themselves or maybe their family didn't have enough money and they instead of being picked on first they would rather be they rather pick on someone else mm -hmm. um but as a kid and to think that well like for example you 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 pretty much put her in a coffin and and she's gone well she is gone cuz cuz what i mean is is that when i was a child i mean obviously there's still elements of of who i was as a child that's still there like i've always been very a very curious mhm mm person in general that that has been consistent like I was always really into reading I was always very good at uh, you know being curious in the moment and and being able to amuse myself and you know kind of I don't want to say be alone but you know what I'm trying to get at like, no yeah I, not not needing other people, people to fulfill me or in any way right, right. Um, so I think that's still there but what I mean is is that when I was very young, and I'm, I'm talking like up until probably the age of six, mm -hmm. maybe five, six years old, mm -hmm. um, I was a very, very different person personality-wise. I was very extroverted. I had a lot of friends. I was extremely popular. Mm -hmm. um, I was very active. I was a very like um, physically active person. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm nothing like that now my, even my whole view of all of that is very very different so when I, when I mean that I think that I am a different person that part of me is gone and when I was telling this person when they were doing the personality thing I was trying to explain to them that I thought that if certain things hadn't happened to me later I would have been a very very different person today I would have been more like that person maybe yeah so that's what I mean by yeah, that yeah maybe Be because I think I know where you were going with that because of some things you told me um, in the past over the years which I, I mean, I feel absolutely horrible about because people shouldn't treat people that way. But, you know, kids can hurt. Even some adults can hurt children. Mm -hmm. And the way they think and the way they act, especially when they're sweet and they're kind and they like everybody and they're very outgoing and outdoing and just certain words and certain things being done and said and tormenting can make a person just close up well if that's the case I can't trust you I can't trust them I can't trust anyone and I might as well just pull myself back in into my shell and just stay there because mm -hmm. that's the safest thing for me mm -hmm. and and it's sad because you could have and mm -hmm. mm. But, but anyway so I mean that's a good starting point I think yeah <clears throat> that might be where a lot of your hurt lies oh I do I think so I think a lot of it is from that specifically but I think that's true for a lot of people. Like, yeah. even though it, like, you have certain triggers that seem really random or like not, they're not related. I think right. when you really like Dig whittle down. down into everything, it's all like that. one thing that it's just right. like, and it, and it's because that one thing, layers get put on top of layers, get put on top of layers, it get put on top of layers because you're trying to bury it, and you know. You don't want to feel it. You don't mm -hmm. want to see it. You don't want to think about it. And that's why the terminology psychologists like to use is we got to pull back the onion 
a little right. bit at a time mm-hmm. because you can't like slice into it. That doesn't, mm-hmm. that's not how you heal. You have to do it gingerly. You have to pull a piece off and you have to work with that now, that piece that you took off now. And then we go back to the onion and we pull another layer off and we work with that layer. Mm-hmm. And then we take another layer off because it didn't all happen overnight. Oh yeah, no. You know, it, mm-hmm. it was over time. So you don't heal overnight. It's over time and everybody has their own time to heal and it takes time for you know that onion to grow. Mm-hmm. You know, it's stew, you know, where do you want it at? Do you want it inside you or would you rather chop it all up, get rid of it and put it in a stew pot and make some uh, soup with it? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. <laughs> something you can eat <laughs> and that's the tourist in me talking <laughs> i'm getting hungry <laughs> I too, but we'll have to wait <laughs> all right well uh, i guess we'll move on to the actual reading yes you want to take a picture of that sure and then i'll just pause this for a minute okie dokie um wow there's a few cards here that are similar to mine so you have three cards that were in mine, and they're in all different locations. <laughs> um, Should we do it the same order that we did yours? Or we just sure. I guess we can read start across the top. first. So you got coffin and letter. So you put an end to something, or something came to an end. Yeah, something came to the to an end in the form of a correspondence of some sort. Yeah, of some sort. So, hmm. And she's got the heart. So she had coffin and heart in the first row, where my coffin and heart and anger anchor were all in the bottom row, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> so it looks so, like some sort of so a relationship, relationship ended via some sort of a correspondence or some sort of writing paperwork of some sort. And this is kind of almost like the past. Isn't it? Well, this is past the going this way. Yeah, this is more like an overview of the over- the, what we just talked about, the oh. trauma that we just talked about in okay. my past. And woman mm-hmm. in the second, and anchor. Right, so, so this somebody, is me. So this is you in, in an anchor. I feel like you're... See, now to me, when I see anchor, I see someone who's stable. Yeah, that's exactly So right. you have a stable life, I feel. Mm-hmm. And... Um, you are loyal to the people that you are around and that you have in your circle. Mm-hmm. So stability, loyalty, mm-hmm. um, plus you stay busy. You're constantly busy. Mm-hmm. But I'm puzzled by the cross. The cross is like f- feeling a lot of stress or burden about something. Yes. But it's next to the anchor, anchor. which means that this stability also it's it's almost like it takes work to create that stability so that, but it, it's very like a lot of pressure so that bothers me because I do know with some things that have happened in your life in the past few years some of that stability was rocked a bit Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it made it a little difficult but I also wonder because I know how you you have your group of friends Mm -hmm. and between your work and your side business that you do reading tarot and letterman and everything and then you have your family you have Brian um, sometimes I feel like you don't have any time for yourself and I often wonder with this cross, if it's so stressful, is that maybe you're trying to do too much for everybody else okay. and not enough for you. But that's just my vibe that I'm mm-hmm. getting right now, my feeling. Okay. So, and that's why oftentimes, I don't want to chime in with this, that, you know, I'm like, do you have something you want to tell me? Or do, have I, you know, because I sometimes feel the stress because mm. I think we do channel each other mm. an awful lot mm. and now all of a sudden you have the same problems I have and that bothers me so I often wonder maybe if, 
you know, am I too much for you? <laughs> no, I'm being serious because, you know, you mean the world to me. So I sometimes I feel like I, maybe I put too much on you as well. With no. this, with the podcast and everything else. I mean, I, I don't look at it as you putting it on me. I mean, yeah, sometimes it is. it can be stressful, but I don't think it's necessarily that that's stressful, maybe. It's... I, I am somebody that I need to have that kind of stuff going on. Well, I mean, you're always busy. Yeah. And you're that person that you plan. And even though you have maybe months planned out and the week planned out and that day planned out, but you make sure that, okay, if you can't do what's all in that day, you figure out where can you slide whatever's in that day. Yeah. And the other, you're always on top of that. Mm-hmm. And not everybody is like you. I, yeah, I know. And like, and that's, and I think that's the hardest thing for you and I, we know, we realize that people are not like us. And even though we're similar I'm not as tedious with the scheduling as you are. Mm-hmm. At one time, I used to be. And then we probably really would have drove each Actually, other to probably crazy. not. <laughs> probably not. You'd probably be really responsible and get shit done. <laughs> well, I want to get back yeah. to that. And I have told you that many times over the years. I want me again. I don't think I'll ever get the real me back. Right. But I would like to get close to that and be a better version of it. But I still want that um, structure mm-hmm. that I used to always be in because I think it worked better for me. Um, and then in the bottom you have scythes. If something comes to an end quickly. Well, the, it's the dog right. that comes to the end quickly. And the doggy. The doggy is, is a, a friendship. A friendship. Or loyalty. loyalty. Or trust. Or trust. And... I know of a few things that has happened in the past that could have jeopardized that loyalty and that trust that did come to an abrupt end. The thing is with this, though, I think this is a perfect... This is not really saying a specific situation. No. I think this ties in very well with the other card, the the one from the the Oracle Oracle. reading. Uh Uh-huh. Because I have constantly throughout my life have experienced that which is why I'm just I don't there's very very few people I trust and even if I trust somebody I don't trust them completely I trust them in certain specific areas that's it there I don't I can't think of anyone I 100% trust completely no and it's nothing has nothing to do with them necessarily no. It's because of shit that you have to do. It's not just like one time or two times this has happened. It's, it's like it keeps getting reaffirmed, right? Like over my life, those beliefs that I've had when I was a child have just keep getting reaffirmed. Like this is the truth. This is the way people are. This is the truth. This is the truth. I never, I very rarely ever get shown the opposite. And I think that's what that is. It's just this constant like I for the most part I don't really trust people at all no and if I do if you are one of the people that I do trust I trust you in specific areas right and that's it because of my past and being shown that that's just the way people are and I just expect it understandable and then understandable and but it's sad that it it has it always does with not well the dog is loyalty and people and friends and too. friends so which is a big thing for me actually right like with you your trauma yeah there's the friends is there but a lot of that is family trauma yes with me my family yeah there's some issues but for the most part i have more friend trauma than i do family trauma so the fact that the dog shows up in a shadow work makes sense to me because my family has always been the most stable. Right. Obviously, everybody has issues, right? Right, right, right. But my mom is a very reliable person, and my dad's a very reliable person. Right. And I didn't grow up not feeling loved and not feeling like I mattered. That's not an issue. But the problem I had was later when I started to, like, when I was a little older, 
and I went out and started going to school right. and that kind of stuff. And right. I learned about the people that weren't family and how right. they treat you. Right. Um, and how the world works at large and how you just how strangers and other people deal. Right. So for me, it's more of trauma of the outside world and how the outside world treats you, not necessarily your family upbringing. Right. See, my family is my friends, <laughs> my close circle. <laughs> yeah. And you have book here. Now, book is like knowledge. Yeah. And and as I said at the beginning, <laughs> we're sitting in Jen's personal little private library. <laughs> and Jen is one that is very knowledgeable. And I will say this, being a Gemini and as being a Virgo, Jen's a triple Gemini. I'm a Virgo, Taurus, Taurus. But that Mercury rule over us, we just need to know facts. We need the evidence. We need hardcore information and so when we do do things and like when I work on stuff to do stuff I literally will search the internet I will get gather information and I will put together my little docket that I will bring for psychology on our shows Jen's the same way um, Jen reads a lot of books I have a lot of books I have my own personal little library as well um, Jen's works on some of their Jen Jen likes something. I do know Jen will like constantly in curiosity gets her and she will dig until she gets all the information she can find and that she is correct. And when she knows her stuff, there is no changing her mind <laughs> because she knows what she's talking about. She put in the time, the effort to get the information, to know exactly what she's talking about. And that's it. That's because it's someone who chooses knowledge and intelligence and knowing exactly what it is that she's going to do. She doesn't do things half-ass. Mm -hmm. So, but this is where I'm going to probably stumble over a little bit. Are you talking about the two? Yeah. What's here? Yeah. Or are you talking about something else? Well, the dog, like, so the, to, friends, the dog and the, the book, book together. together. Right. So the friends, so now the, the way I feel that I read is, is that you really look for friends that kind of have some, some similarities with you. So I like, do now. Yes. Maybe not in the past, but you do probably now. Um, you, you want someone that you can have conversations with, um, have, have some light things with you. It doesn't have to be everything that you like, but you got to have something that there's some meat in that sandwich that you mm -hmm. can get along. See, I'm hungry. <laughs> that you have can get along with. Like, because I know like Alex, Alex is intelligent. You guys have a lot of things in common that way. There's some common things with you, me, and Alex. And then, um, or Kimmy. Mm -hmm. You know, Kimmy likes to read. Kimmy's Kimmy's got some things to be like, and she's funny, so we keep her around. Um, Kimmy's got a bigger library than us, and we are slightly jealous. Because <laughs> she's got a whole bedroom that's been turned into a library. Um, and she's very bubbly, and Kimmy... Kimmy is that person that can make anyone a friend, where Jen and I are like, mm, I don't know. I don't know you so well, so... <laughs> but we love Kim because Kim does have an intelligence about her because she does read. She does have similarities to us. And then there's Miss Gia. Mm -hmm. She's another one that likes to read and everything. So you choose people that have some things in common with you and likes and stuff. So that's what, what's, what's your feeling on that? I, I agree. Um, as far as trauma, though, because I'm trying to... You know, and figure out what it's trying to say, right? Because mm -hmm. that is true. Right. Um, I think that, I mean, I, there's a couple of different ways I could take that. Mm -hmm. Like, you could say that I had to do that. I've learned to do that over time because it is safer. Mm -hmm. It is, it is a, a way to protect myself. Mm -hmm. You could say that. Mm -hmm. The other way you could read this, too, is I have learned 
what friendship is. Right. I have gained knowledge over time. Yes. Because of all of those similarities, those, those problems right. in the past with with people, right? Yeah. Um, well, that I've learned that th- that this is what you have to do in order to find real friends, right? Right. Because. People you know, if you just kind of try to be friends with everybody and anyone, you know, they're not they're not going to be trustworthy. That's why people laugh at me when I said I have a layer of friendship. Mm-hmm. I have my inner circle. Those people are my family. Mm-hmm. But I and and most of the people that are in my inner circle, they are all my best friends because they all bring a quality mm-hmm. that. I know I need in my life to be stable. They keep me balanced. Um, then I have friends. And then I have frenemies. <laughs> friends that are, you know what, that you've hurt me one too many times, or you lied, or you, I know you're lying, because you, you don't think you can pull the wool over a Virgo's eye, because I always know when you're lying. It's just, just shut up. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> and, you know, and then there's acquaintances. I have tons of acquaintances. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, but I just, over time, like you, you know, I, I didn't have any friends when I was real young and until a certain age because people cannot be trusted. Children cannot be trusted. You know, people were mean, so... And I was the opposite of you, right? Right. I went from having a lot of friends. I, like, you know, I was really outgoing and and, uh, really popular, and then I learned that the way people really are. Yeah. And now I just just don't want to have anything to do with that at all. So. But, um... But we all learn. So you learn a good thing. And, and I did too. So, but now, now we're going to go to the past. This, yeah. See, this kind of makes me want to cry. Because I, I, you have the coffin. So something. I personally, I think these two cards represent what I said about the other card, which is so the death So you want to say the death of your child, your, the you death as a of child was. was, it came to a quick end? Yeah, it just ended suddenly. Suddenly, because you were like, that's enough. I don't want no more of them. And it's not even them. When I was younger, it wasn't them. Like, now I've processed it a lot more, and I can realize that it was more them and not me. But at the time, it was more I put... I cut a part of myself out. Not... You know what I mean? Because I was young. I mean, right. I don't know. You know, right, I didn't right. know at that time. Well, right. It, but all you know is that you go through something traumatic, and the only way you deal with it is you deal with it however you feel like you can deal with it. And... And I didn't see anything necessarily wrong with what they were doing. I mean, now that sounds ridiculous, but at the time, when you're a child, you don't know. Right. And so I just, I, in order to make myself safe, I just cut out a part of who I was. And that's how I read that line. Okay. Still sad. Because a part of you is missing. In a sense. Okay, middle line, letter, anchor... And dog. Mm. So this is correspondence. Yeah. That makes you stable. With and loyalty and friends. Yeah. So. So this is present though. Right. So what? What's how I, I feel with this is that, those who communicate with you, and you communicate with them whether it's daily or weekly <coughs> there's communication going on mm-hmm. they they keep you balanced they keep you grounded they because it's your friends because mm-hmm. they're your loyal friends they're there for you if they if you need them mm-hmm. so heart 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 and cross mm. Well, we know heart is love. It's loyal. To me, it's love. It's loyalty. It's the emotion of love. The the euphoria. The connecting with other people. Other people love. The cross, however. The cross is always what throws me off. Because I think of 
cr- crossroads, and I know it's not it. No. But, um... Is that snakes behind that? Or is that an octopus behind there? These are crazy. I love them. Oh, you know what? That probably is an octopus. Well, it, is, or that's it, it is the sirens. Yeah, one. that's an yeah. octopus. It's an octopus. And it's next to an octopus. Okay, so don't mind me. I'm, I'm just enjoying the octopus. So cross, 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 cross. See, to me, it's like something you bear. It is. It's it's a burden. So, yeah. So your so your heart is bearing what? It's the future. So your heart's going to be bearing knowledge. Future? Well, we got to read these first, right? Yes. So like, so this is to me is saying that in the future, I'm going to feel burdened by relationships or a relationship specifically it could be love relationship could be a friendship whatever some sort of a connection with somebody somebody i'm going to feel stress around it or feel burdened by it in some way then you have the cross and you have the book mm-hmm. the stress is coming from knowledge of some sort that i've gained from somewhere I learned something, and therefore it's causing me, this knowledge is causing me stress. Hmm. And see, and this kind of meets up with this. Explain. See, to me, the, the woman in the anchor, even though you feel like, what did I say? Dang it. Can I back that up? No. that you feel stable Mm -hmm. but you're stressed but yet up here your heart it's it's gonna say my heart heart will be be stressed but the heart is always so like remember the moon is your emotions right right this is your connection Connection with with someone someone else else. or other people, people right right so it's saying that I am being burdened by a relationship or relationships with people in the future because of something you learn. Something I learn. But see, it doesn't show that it's going to come to an end because this is over here, unless. Well, I mean, we could do the nighting and this all that is too, two over and up one. And does does not is that correct? You go. Is it? You're talking about do, do like that? Yeah, the, cor- the. You're talking about the nighting. Nighting, yeah. Yeah. Is it two over and up one or up, up two and over one? I mean, depending upon who you talk to, they'll give you a different answer. It's traditionally it's it's up two or down two over one, so. Oh. Some people da, will do da, it da, da. any way, which way, but it, but traditionally it's either two up and over or two down and over depending upon the card. Okay. So this, in this case, if we're doing it traditionally, it's connected to the letter. Mm-hmm. And then if you do the letter, am I correct? Mm-hmm. The letter is also connected mm-hmm. to the book. book. Yeah. So that's like knowledge through correspondence of some sort, like an email or a text or... Yeah going on social media. Well, that actually happened with one of your past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay, so what, what's your overall thought of, on this that you're seeing in front of you? What, about the future or just... What, what do you feel... Okay. What do you think out of what we are seeing that will be your starting point, I guess I should say, when we start doing our shadow work. Where do you think it would be? Well, I think there's a couple of things. If I'm just going off of this. Mm -hmm. I think the fact that I came up in the reading specifically Mm -hmm. means that the the tra- part of the trauma is is kind of a, maybe an acceptance of 
my past self. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know if I want to say a reconnecting with that, but at least an acceptance of of that. Mm-hmm. I, I may be getting a little of it back, but not necessarily. And then the the whole friendship thing. Um, I mean, they're they're all kind of inner. I mean, they're all connected in a way. Right. But I I don't know. I guess that's kind of where my focus is, because. I mean, if you're looking at... Because if you're talking about shadow work and the past, mm-hmm. the core issue is... The, the, the person that I am today is because of things that happened when I was in middle school. Or not middle school, in elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um... And that, in turn, affected who I am, but also affected how I deal with people right. in general. Right. Um, and I think that's all interconnected. So, I mean, I guess that's what I would be focusing on, is that. Yeah. I think we got our work cut out for us. We do. And uh, I think we definitely now have a place to start. Yep. Yes, most definitely. Let's get a picture of this. All right, let's say goodbye first. Oh, say goodbye first? We're going to say goodbye. Okay. So long, farewell, <laughs> Vita, sing goodbye. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just thought I would sing. It's okay. I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So anyway, everybody, thank you for joining us, and um, we will catch you at a later date. Um We'll post on video and Facebook um, what the book looks like, these pictures. Um, she'll get the um, um, podcast out um, soon and, um, and a link to buying the uh, book if you want to uh, follow along with us. Take care of yourselves. Eat well. Sleep well. Love yourselves. Give yourself some good self-love. Please, please do so. Until next time. Love yous. Bye. Bye. Blessed be. And if you would like to contact us, you may do so at our email, eclecticsoulpodcast at gmail.com. Our Instagram account is eclecticsoulpodcast. Our Facebook is eclecticsoul.org. Our YouTube is Eclectic Soul. Jen? If you want to reach me, my personal website is Music and Mystery. My SoundCloud is the SoundCloud page, the soundcloud.com slash Jennifer Feltman. My Facebook is at Music and Mystery. And my Instagram is at Music and Mystery. And if you would like to reach me personally, my Facebook is at Just Call Me Jinjin. My Instagram is at Call Me Jinjin or Look for Goddess. And my Twitter is at Jin Sullivan. Thank you and have a blessed day. Blessed be.